ladies and gentlemen, this is Mental Sweat Podcast, episode number seven. We're joined here today by Dawson and Bailey Jeremillo. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. Woo. I like that we got picked. We're like middle of the road of not the first choice, but right. not least. No, but well, but the the Instagram picture did say it's the first duo interview, so it is. That going for us. It That's is. Right. You hold that. You hold that title. Unfortunately, the boys took took a tough one this past weekend. Took it to the chin pretty hard. But I guess what we're looking forward to now is bowl game. Uh, and I think we were talking earlier this week, holiday or Vegas is kind of what it's looking like for you guys. Yep. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. <clears throat> that, that's brutal. Isn't it, de- isn't it, de- it dependent on how you see Utah? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. I mean, not not bad places to play a game, though. San Diego and Vegas. So, I'm sure, it will be a fun week for the boys. I don't know if it'll be as good as San Antonio, though. <laughs> Everyone loves the album. <laughs> do do, the do we really want to? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think. I think seriously, in like the five bowl games I've been to, going on six this year, that is easily the worst bowl experience. And I don't even think it's even close. Dude, even Red Box Bowl was better than that. Oh, one hundred percent. Because we went and walked around Chinatown, went to the the ocean, yeah. went to Alcatraz. I mean. Yeah. Hear me out. That was actually like a fun week because I was like the first time I was actually in the Bay Area. But I mean, we stayed right in like what's it called Union Square or whatever. Like we stayed right there. Could walk around. Like there's a lot of good food places. But I mean, I I I'd say it's better than San Antonio in yeah December whenever you were there. Like God, the river got to see. Sorry, got to see Bear and Jackson make out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was some peanut butter. Yeah, everyone forgot uh, about that. And that like the that hundred was... backflips that our team did in a dance off against Oklahoma. Zemo. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a tough look for the program having uh that happen it was to, our, to our team up on a stage and have it be filmed by the other team while they just laugh at us. And then we got out, went out there, and fucking lost by like forty points. <laughs> wasn't all forty, around, but yeah. all around, all yeah, around was, a bad week. I mean, like, how do we need coaches? Do we have at practice? We had like ten coaches compared to like the forty, and we were just like not dicking around, but like we were not practicing like we used to. <laughs> well, and like you would see pictures on Twitter, like the morning of practice of like our coaches out like throwing up the other teams like hand signals for in recruiting pictures like throwing up the u and like throwing up wherever else they were going and then they're coming to practice and like it's like all right there's a like, really like, like come on there's a screenshot of like bmac in a georgia polo on facetime talking to a recruit that right. morning when we have two practices later and he's not coming and ripping our ass yeah <laughs> yep. talking about talking about buying into the program like okay <laughs> Connect. That was nuts. That was nuts. Honestly, most epic video came from that Riverwalk boat tour, though, uh, when Oklahoma was chirping our team. Chirp bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest video in all, all my time in Oregon. Oh, uh, poor bear. I mean, we gotta, we, load, we gotta load that video into the episode so, so that yeah. our viewers know what we're talking about. We'll, we'll clip it. We'll clip it. I know you're a walk on. <laughs> I look at it. I look at it. 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 Look at it.
program and these are two actually four Oregon boys here born and raised um we'll start off with uh Dawson Bailey you know just going through the recruiting process kind of like because I know Dawson you were All-American and stuff like that so I mean I, it was probably pr- pretty crazy for you <clears throat> and you decided to come back home and eventually paid off because now you're playing with your brother so you want to touch touch a little bit out about that yeah it's, it's funny because especially being in Corvallis this weekend like reminiscing you know talking a bit on the sideline like we grew up Beaver fans I guess and went to Oregon State games way before we ever went to Oregon games because we got family that live in Corvallis uh, wow so we're going to games yeah going to games when we were a kid I like Beaver jerseys and like one of those signs on my wall, it says, like, Beaver Parking Only. It's not there anymore because we moved. <laughs> I had one of those. Um, Billy, do you remember the, who the quarterback was? Eight? I don't remember. His jersey. What? Sean Manning. Oh, Sean Manning. Might have been. <clears throat> but, yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I went to Lake Oswego. Uh, so did Bailey. Um, and most of my recruiting was just in the, in the Pac-12. Um, but I remember the first time I visited Oregon, it's probably in like 2016. And like, I saw like the locker room for the first time and like the Mariota Heisman. And I don't know, it was just super cool. Cause I mean, it, I did go to Oregon games when I was a kid too. Um, so obviously it was like a dream to be able to go there and be able to be recruited by them. And I got offered by uh, coach Greatwood before the whole staff got canned. Um, I mean, it wasn't, like guaranteed that I was going to come here the whole time, but I, I kind of knew, like I visited some other schools, Washington, Cal and Oregon state, but I came to Oregon a time, me and my family. And it just felt right. I think at that, at that time in my life, I wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to go somewhere far away from home just because my family and I are so close and I never really been anywhere else. Um, so yeah, I thought it was going to be, I didn't know what I wanted to do for school. Didn't figure that out until I got here. So I decided to commit to Oregon, and I committed to. It's funny. I had breakfast with Coach Taggart. He came up to Portland, had breakfast with me and my family, like taking like the O picture like outside in the parking lot, and like literally the he's like, yeah, I'm in for like the long haul. Like you can count on me. And like literally the next day he was gone. <laughs> wow. So committed committed to him, and uh, but then I ended up playing on a crystal ball. Um, yeah, that's kind of my recruiting journey. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I know, Bailey, you have a quite a different journey because if I'm not mistaken, you actually played a year of high school ball in Texas and then mm-hmm. came back and played high school ball again in Oregon, right? Or did you uh, go straight from Texas to University of Oregon? So I went, my when COVID hit my junior year, I finished out at Lake Oswego and then my senior year, they – pushed football back to like the spring so they weren't playing until March and I knew like at the time I didn't have anything like no offers I'd like talk to schools but I didn't have much so I needed to go and play as soon as possible so I knew the head coach um, down in Houston Texas where I ended up playing and they were playing earlier so I decided to you know me and my family moved up there to Houston for like three and a half months I played my season of football and then I moved back to Oregon so I could uh, play golf at Lake Oswego for my senior year actually. That's pretty awesome. Like, how, how big of an adjustment was it living in Texas playing football down there? Obviously 
different climate and you know the culture of high school football is just way different down there can you talk us through that a little bit yeah so funny story my first practice ever was middle august so it's it's 102 degrees with 100 percent humidity yeah being from oregon like i've never experienced anything like that like i mean most of you guys know like it's 85 and that's hot here so first practice like we're doing like conditioning we have we have 30 up downs at the end of practice and it's 100 degrees, 100% humidity. And I get through about 10 up-downs, and then my whole body starts cramping. Like, every single part of me is cramping. I lay down on the ground. Like, I, like, close my eyes. Like, I'm seeing stars. Like, it's spinning. Like, I thought I was going to die. Like, I'm not used <laughs> to this heat. And it was terrible. But because I, like, came to Texas so late, like, I had three weeks to get ready for my first game. So the first couple of weeks of the season were, like, they were a struggle. Like it was playing 7 p.m. games, but it was still 90 degrees, 100% humidity. And then like the rain was terrible because everything got like super muggy. So like from Oregon, like you're used to the rain. So like, all right, this, this can't be that bad. But playing in that was like, it was, it was terrible. But I got used to it at the end and I, I got used to it. And I think it, I think it helped me honestly, conditioning wise, like living there, like having to deal with the heat, like it kind of like trained my body a little bit. So that's kind of nice yeah no we get we get uh being playing in Oregon you get spoiled a little bit because people think it's really rainy most of the year but actually I will argue that Oregon's summer is some of the nicest weather you'll find um at least for for football weather and like compared to you know playing high school football in Texas it's it's much preferred that you play play in that like cool mornings of Oregon you guys missed out this year during camp we had those uh 2 p.m practices 2 p.m. 5 p.m. practice or whatever. Five. It was five. Yeah, they, right, right? they were from two. They were from two to five, and so They're the end awful. of practice. The end of practice was pretty bad, dude. Like it would a couple of days. It was like close to triple digits, and we're on the turf. Obviously, we're not. We don't have grass out here, so it's even hotter on the turf. And there was a few practices there where it was pretty miserable. This this uh this fall camp. Well, yeah, two two is like the hottest weather it gets in Oregon. So I mean. You guys are in the heat of the day. Like, what do we practice at? Like, the crack of dawn? 9 a.m. Yeah, 9 a.m. So, I mean, it's not like we were getting heat unless it's, like, the end of practice. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, that, that sounds kind of rough. Shade, dog. Yeah. Yeah, we were looking for shade every chance we could. <laughs> there was none. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> well, we had, like, a break, though, in the middle of practice. Yes. Like, there was, like, two-minute break. Ten. I know, but it was like it was just kind of funny. We'd like do one on ones and then go for like a little break and then go do nine on nine or you go team after. Yeah, yeah. They would have they would have the big like fans on that have like the misters, and we'd all just be sitting in front of front of them, just dying, looking at the clock as it's just counting down to your next team period. It was awful. That that cold tub I know is a lifesaver right after practice too. Mm -hmm. Every day, that one right down right right underneath the. Yeah, right by the field. Just I think we cold tub more this year than we ever have. It's like every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of lots of good tub talk. <laughs> tub talk. Good Some tub. of the best tub talk. And that's a new segment then, on the show. Tub talk with Dawson. And then as soon as it started getting cold, then it was more emphasis on the hot tub. Yeah. The boys were loving the hot tub. Love the hot tub. Oh yeah. Those last these last couple weeks of the season when we were practicing outside, but it was what was the Utah week where it was like, it was consistently in the low or upper twenties when we were starting practice. Yes. Yeah, so it was like 28. Like this, 
like yeah, didn't even so, sweat which is no you don't even sweat during practice we would awful. just go inside hit the cold tub for like a couple minutes and then just go sit in the hot tub for like <laughs> 15 minutes <laughs> that, that's good for your muscles yes yes it felt amazing in the moment <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah no. um sorry nate oh yeah go ahead brad i'm just thinking oh well, no, I was just thinking of a, a bear back in his day. He used to be a hot tub fiend. Um, and yeah. I, think, I think he went in the hot tub naked one time. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure like Shane yelled at him, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, so they were, okay, so they were, they were in the, where the hot tub and cold tub are in the training room. And obviously like that, every sport has access to that. Like male, female, it's not like, it's just like the guy's locker room in there, like the, tr- the trainers walk by all the time. Like there's female trainers we have and bears standing in that room and uh, Shane Lemieux and Alex Forsyth are in there and bear just starts undressing to get in the hot tub, like butt naked. And Shane was like, bear, what are you doing? And he's like, what? I'm getting in the hot tub. And Shane was like, you cannot get naked to get in the hot tub. And he was just like, so shocked. Like, what do you mean? I can't like, like, dude, there's females walking by here. Like, they might come use the hot tub. You can't just be naked in there. Grambling to put his pants back on. Right. <laughs> Out in South Carolina this summer. I'm basically from there now. I claim it. <laughs> South Carolina, born and raised. Stop. Born and raised born and in the South. Beach. Yeah. SC. Had some, had some fire, some fire food, some fast food that is not over here. Bojangles. What's up? Good. Pub sub Publix, leech the best the best uh, sub sandwich I've ever had. Yeah. But they're like only in like Florida and South Carolina, so a lot of golf, lots of golf over there. Yeah, speaking of golf, I know you guys are huge golfers. You got your little your little uh, brand. Yep, there mm-hmm. he is. There he is. Your idol. I mean, I can yeah. I can tell where you get your hair Sorry, from. Boy. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to talk about, you know, your little love of golf and how you guys got into it, I know Bailey, you're pretty damn good. And I know you, you're pretty humble, but I mean, I heard you're one of the best golfers on the team, if not the best yeah, by far. No, he's, so. he's the best, I'm definitely he's the best by far. <laughs> it's not even close. Best yeah. looking golfer, best dress. <laughs> does, it does not matter. Consistently, consistently. <laughs> it does not matter how you dress. Look good, look good feel good, feel good, play good. No. <laughs> It never works, but Bailey, why don't you start with your golf journey, and then whenever, like when you get to the chronological part, when I answered, I'll I'll uh, I'll insert in there. Uh, yeah. So I technically started playing golf seventh grade. Uh, I got hurt playing baseball, so I stopped for the season. I like did something to my foot, and I my dad's always played golf, so he's like always had me, you know, just like come along sometimes. I've always enjoyed it, but I didn't really fall in love with it until my sophomore year. Um, I started taking it kind of seriously. Um, my dad was always my coach kind of with that. I started sophomore year, probably shooting mid-90s. Um, and then I kind of played every day for a couple months and got down to high 70s, mid-70s. Um, and I, I kind of just fell in love with it then. Uh, I've I've been in love with it since like it's one of my favorite things to do um and then I think I think when I got into it the most was COVID because there was nothing to do like you couldn't go like hang out with your friends so, like we were members at 
a golf course. And so this is when I kind of introduced Dawson into the, the game of golf. Um, me and him would just – we'd go out and we'd just play 18 holes, play 27 holes, like nothing else to do. you go spend five and a half hours on the golf course, just hang out, you know, have fun um, and play golf. Uh, he's not great, but he's trying, so that's that's good for him. But he likes to dress up fancy and think that he's good at golf, which is always happy. But yeah, we we uh, we've been playing golf for a while now, so it's it's something that we will we'll have forever. You know, golf is kind of the sport that you're actually able to play forever. Like you can't play football forever; like it's going to end. But everyone plays golf, so it's a skill I'm glad that we have. Billy kind of got me into it uh, during COVID like you said, and because I remember when I was a kid, like, my dad would, like, take us to the range, and he's like, oh, like, let's hit balls. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, I don't, like, I don't want any part of this. And I remember playing a few times in high school at Red Tail Golf Center. That's course in, that's course in America. America. <laughs> oh, gosh. Red Tail National, some like to call it. Red Tail National. Yeah, Red Tail National. We, we would do the sunrise. We'd get the first tee time on the tee sheet, so we'd go out 6.30 a.m., me, Dawson, and my mom. And we'd play uh, golf at Red Tail. We usually play the back nine. So my fa- my favorite memory, I think, of all time playing golf was ah. we were playing <laughs> we were playing hole eleven at Red Tail, and it's a par five. It's a dog leg left over water, and Dawson hits probably four shots to get up by the water, and he he hits his next shot into the water and drops a ball, hits it in the water, and I'm like, dude, just like lay up to the right. Like he's like, no, I'm gonna hit it over the water. So he probably hits like six, seven balls into the water. And then finally he like tops one to the right of the water. So it doesn't go in and plays out. And I think he ended up making a 26 on the hole, 26, 27, one of the two. And I I think that's maybe the greatest display of golf I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) And I I don't think. Tim Cup moment? Yeah, Tim Cup, except for it wasn't as cool because he didn't end up making it. And But yeah, eventually he made it in the hole. It was the greatest, greatest moment of my golf career watching wise was watching him make it 26 yeah, yeah that, was, that was rough but yeah and then i happy gilmore one time and snapped the head off my driver so for like two years i just <laughs> three wood like that's the only club i hit because i couldn't hit it more than 175 yards so it was just 175 yards and out at any point on the golf course and it's just <laughs> really off the, deck. Uh, the boys know the boys know the struggle yeah. Do you guys play any uh, of the courses local close to campus, like Eugene Country Club or Shadow Hill, I believe is what it's called? Yeah, yeah. We, play, we play both of those. play both of them. I've never hit the green on any of the par threes at Eugene Country Club. Just never. Well, yeah. Eugene Country Club. That's a really, really hard course. It's not yeah, It's it, not an easy course. It, used, it wasn't on Stop tour, doing. but it was uh, – what was they it? They did college. They held college uh, – that's it the Oregon the Oregon men's national team our team won the national championship there when they won their national championship in like 2015 or something like that kind of unfair like in your backyard yeah yeah (laughs) that team was really good I mean Um, is that more unfair than Stanford literally having Stanford golf course it's the same thing it's probably nice huh Tiger no no it sucks I heard (laughs) (laughs) yeah Stanford Tiger, Tiger National. Yeah, no, I, I'd love to hear some of the best courses you guys played, as well as the worst. Because I know you guys played a lot of golf in your years. 
I think the best course we've played, I would say, would be all the abandoned courses. Um, we, I think, our favorite is Pacific Dunes. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, he's got the thing. Yeah. I, and I got, I got one right there. Cheap ranch. Yeah, so I think I think those probably got to be the best. And then we played uh, Mission Hills out in uh, California. I think that's probably up there. Um, and I think the worst course, I would have to say Sandily, unfortunately. You think that one or the Muni? I don't count the Muni. So I don't really count that. It's, it's not a real golf course. I'll go out and say it, Bailey. Like, I'd fall in love with golf, too, if I was shooting in the 70s, so... I mean, I already yeah. love golf, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to enjoy the game when you're shooting under par. I mean, aren't you good now, Nate? Like you're playing a lot more. Yeah, good. I mean, ever since. Yeah, I mean, good is a a very liberal statement in the game of golf. But yeah, yeah I mean, since I moved out after I got done playing, like that's when I really got into it because I remember going out with actually you three specifically, and sometimes Chuck and Alex. But I remember we would go to what was that one called out there? Like. Pine Ridge. Pine Ridge. Remember, we would go out there every summer. Yep. And I mean, great course. And like, it was fun, but I was using my dad's like butter slicers, (laughs) the one irons. Yeah. I know (gasps) Dawson was obsessed with my one iron and I didn't even know how to hit it. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) But that's how I kind of got into it. Cause like Ryan was, Ryan was pretty good. Dawson actually just knew what he was doing. Brad knew what he was doing. Like Tyler was really good. He would drive the green on like 400 yard. One out of par fours, yeah. Like, one out of every four, one out of every four drives he took on the same tee. Yeah, and then guaranteed like, he was taking he was taking at least three tee shots on every single yes. hole. Guaranteed. Yes. I played an unbelievable <laughs> round at Terra Lago, so it was a great course. I made two, I think I made two Does, birdies. That doesn't count, Ryan. I don't. I don't think no, I it, it was actually a pretty hard course. Wouldn't you guys agree? That course like, was it, impossible. Yes. Yeah, it was it super was, hard. It's and like, I somehow shot at eighty-five. Well, it's because where is it? Uh, Palm Springs. Indio. Or Palm Springs. I did a little Indio weekend. So, yeah, now that I – yeah, back to it. Like, when I got into it, I was, like, just playing with you guys in college, and I was trash. And I was, like, dude, my pride is too high to be this bad at golf. (laughs) So, you know, after I got done playing, like, kind of put some money into lessons and fitting clubs and just been kind of grinding ever since. And, you know, L.A. is not a bad place to grind your golf game because you can golf all year round. But – no, yeah, I really like. It. I'm about like a fifteen to seventeen, fifteen on my best day. Talk so, about uh, famous courses. Didn't you play the uh, the famous PJ West in Palm Springs? Yeah, hear me out. Wow. Terrible wow. experience. Okay, wow, that's a bold. Ex- wow. Okay, okay, hear me out though. It was like August. Like we were literally there the weekend of the Georgia game. So we 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 drive out early morning on like a Friday. You know, take work off, and you know we get out there and like. Oh, they're just hyping it up. Like the signs are like the best public course in America, in the world. And like all the workers are hyping it up. And obviously it's going to be hot and not in the best condition because it's, you know, summer and not many people are in Palm Springs for the summer. But I mean, the rough was a jungle. Like you would hit balls. You're like, oh, that should be fine. And then you would just lose it in the rough. I mean, obviously it was just so hot, but it, it was not a good experience. Like the bunkers there just don't even make sense because we were on a, I think we were on stadium. So it had the uh, famous bunker that goes just like 20, 20 feet up in the air next to the green. I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was fine. Like it was not my favorite and the fairways kind of, kind of screwed you if you did not hit it straight. And and I'm not 
I'm not saying I hit the ball straight on my driver every time, but I expect to at least be able to find my ball in the rough. What made it, what made it even worse? We played uh this country club out there. Let me try to I forgot the name, but it was literally one of the best courses I've ever played in my life. It was dead summer in Palm Springs. The grass was so green. Like the rough was better than um the rough was better than PJ West Fairways. Like it was in it was insane. It was wow. called Toscana Country Club. We got we got on by one of our buddies. Shout out Tommy Mofler. His parents um got us on. But yeah, that was one of the best courses I ever played. So it didn't help that I played like a immaculate course right after it, but I'm not the biggest fan of PJ West, but I do have a polo because it's a sick polo. <laughs> got to. Got to. But yeah, I mean, I recommend any fan of golf to take a long weekend out in the desert mm-hmm. and golf because it's awesome the down best. there. Um, swaggiest our lineman, but I, I think that caught us a rift in this podcast real quick. I mean, I mean he's talking dead last with the knees uh, over the ties. Catastrophic. You have you have you have bright yellow ties on, and you put two gray knee sleeves over. You look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I wore them last year, but you couldn't tell really because of the knee braces. Yes, yeah, now yeah, fine, but now it's so obvious. Screaming. <laughs> I mean. Speaking of swag, like who does have the better mullet? I mean, I I see him right in front of me, but I mean, it's, I look like come on. Yes, he's he's going for what he's looking like. He's trying to look like John Daly. I look exactly like I look exactly yeah. like. You guys have different textured hair though, almost. Like uh, I, is, is, that's I have curls in the back. He has stick straight hair. Yeah, so, I'm gonna put that back later. All right, uh, can you guys can you guys like? Turn around so we can get a good thumbnail of just your mullets here. Yes. Around or like the side? Uh, a-, a little more, Dawson, a little more. This is our yep. thumbnail? Yeah, this there is our go. thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're good. Uh, what is the mullet journey? Yeah, what is that? Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so I started growing mine in 2018 when I was still in high school in the spring. And the original reason why I wanted to get why I wanted to grow my hair out is because I played baseball mm-hmm. and I thought it looked really good out the back of my baseball hat. And there's like Ch- Charlie Blackman is, I don't know if he still plays for the Rockies, but he had a filthy mullet and then mm-hmm. Floyd Tulowitzki, he had a dirty one as well. So I was like, kind of, that was like the orig- original inspiration. So, but back then it was like, so I went into like a barber and I was like getting my hair cut and I was like, Hey, can you like leave the back? And the lady was like, like a mullet and I was like sure but it obviously it was like way shorter than this now it's not very long at all it's probably as long as Ryan but that's I took if I was going to give advice to someone who wanted a mullet I would tell them to grow your whole hair out long hair and then cut it don't do it the long way so yeah so I I had it when I first got here and, and I am not gonna like myself but I'll like send you that picture and you can post it for the mullet, <laughs> the mullet journey do. from do. my freshman year picture to my last one my hair journey. was, yeah, the mullet journey. The hair was short. It was permed, and it was, it was awful. I was fat. It was bad. It was all bad news. <laughs> but then, uh, I don't know who introduced me to John Daly. I didn't know about him before, but I like have, have now seen his thirty for thirty like probably a hundred times. <laughs> Until now, that's I literally went to <clears throat> my 
my mom's hairdresser used to cut my hair until she moved. But I went with pictures of John Daly, and I was like, I want to look exactly like this. <laughs> I was in the, that was in the summer, the COVID summer, and then I've been cutting it like that ever since. Now Don Don cuts me and Bailey's hair. Oh, Don. Don does a nice job. Going to see Don on Saturday. Uh, but yeah, but then because I had long hair in high school, when I was like a sophomore, and then I cut it off because I was sucking at baseball, super superstitious. And but I told Bailey because he had never had long hair. I was like, oh, yeah, you, know, you gotta have long hair at least once. Like I know Ryan had long hair for sure back in the day. I don't know about Ryan. Ryan had some lettuce. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Talk I've, got about another, I've got some good hair going right now. Another mm-hmm. part of the mullet journey. Ryan was Ryan had one. Ryan did have one. I have that video of pre pre-game Washington 2018. Just the sickest mullet of all time. And he just cut it. Just yeah, cut just like he cut my dreams down. And then we lost <laughs> two games in a row, all because of me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I I encouraged Bailey to get a mullet too. And I'm not gonna say that his is better because it's different. It but you are you are correct in saying that our hair is very different. Bailey's is a lot more malleable. Malleable is that a word? Like you can like because I can't like if I do this, it's like gonna go straight back. But if Bailey, like, yeah, no, yeah, his is more shapeable for sure. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people come at me with the whole bowl cut, like absolutely a bowl cut. cut. This just looks exactly like John's, which this is a little bully and so <laughs> yeah i guess where do you go from here now though is it just maintenance or is it yeah i mean i don't i can't see myself doing a different style with the mole at any time soon because i think i've hit the peak you know <laughs> <Four minutes right. laughs> uh i actually want to name my first son daily no i don't have a lot of <laughs> i don't have a lot of support that decision but i'm pushing for it yeah. i love that name yeah I think a fast food power rankings would be a good one. Dude. Like, yeah, I was little... say like chicken sandwiches, something like that. Or just all fast food. Let's, let's do all fast food because we have a rule where you can't take someone else's. Yeah, so so ranked. here's the rule, boys. We have you have three. So power rankings, you rank your top three, and you have one honorable mention. And the honorable mention, you can copy someone else, but for your top three, you cannot. So okay. say like Ryan says like Taco Bell in one of his top three. I can't say Taco Bell. Wow. in my top three but i can say like honorable mention taco bell okay all right i think i'm ready all right, all right. Take all right. Us off. we're going honorable mention i'm gonna go canes so uh we just got canes in portland but i had it in texas quite a lot it was like always a post-game meal always go to canes get a caniac combo caniac combo can't be always then just absolutely Fire. destroy that after a Texas football game. I don't think it got any better than that. That was always really good. Uh, my number three spot, I think I'm going to go Taco Bell. The reason why, I think the, my roommates now, I live with the boys, and we always go to Taco Bell post-game, like no matter the time. Like We played Eastern Washington, second game of the year. It was me and the boys' first time ever playing in game, and it was like 1.30 a.m., and we all mobbed Taco Bell. So I think that's my number three. Number two, I'm going McDonald's. I just can't beat it. I mean, I just feel like it's it's kind of an American staple. You got to go with it. Yeah, people um, hate on McDonald's too much. McDonald's actually I, tastes very, very good. It's it's excellent. I think it has the best fast food fry, in my opinion. And then I mean, my number one, my number one, I'm going Chick Fil A. I don't. It's. I mean, it, it's it can't be beat. I don't think. I mean, 
amazing chicken sandwich, has the best sauce. Um, fries are always amazing. They have an amazing uh, shake choice, so I think I think that's my number one. Great fun, list. Uh, Great fun list. Little, fun little story I'll insert about uh, Chick fil A. Yes. Be, uh, me, Bailey, and our friend Logan uh, got the catered like platter of Chick fil A, which is like 200 nuggets, and <laughs> the three of us finished it together. <laughs> And a, and, a, and a gallon, probably ate one hundred. Like, I'm not even kidding. And the grossest part is, is I asked the dude for like a bunch of sauces, and he's like, "We can't give you that many, but we can sell you these like twelve ounce tubs of sauce." And I consumed twelve fluid ounces of Chick Fil A sauce <laughs> in one sitting. Oh my gosh! <laughs> still alive to tell plus, plus, plus hundred. Did. did your stomach like explode? Like yeah, what happened there? It was awful. I like had to lay down, but I couldn't lay on my back because it hurt so much. I like laid on my side for like a good hour and a half until it like settled. Oh my gosh, crazy! I uh, definitely could not do it again. But oh my god, I got pictures of that too. Mm-hmm. So, so is that your honorable mention, or is that just a no deep, dark well, memory? No. Yeah, <laughs> that's dark memory. The fond memory. Um, for mine, I'm gonna go uh, Jack in the Box. Mm. love me like a sourdough oh. just just hits so incredible mm-hmm. tacos jack the box tacos are underrated oh i know ryan likes those um and then i'm gonna go uh we go canes in the top three mm. and uh i'm gonna go bojangles which is a new one i didn't think the food was that great if i'm honest but the fries they have like these cajun Called like picnic fries and they're ridiculous. Like I had them a couple times, and then when I went to Atlanta, like with my parents, that was the first place we went. I'm like, you need to try these fries. <laughs> Go Bojangles. And honorable mention is Five Guys count. Is that fast food? Yeah, yeah I'll count it. I'll count it. I'll count it. Yeah, I'm gonna go Five Guys is my honorable mention. Five Guys is an honorable mention. Yeah, I was. You're putting so you're saying Jack in the Box is better than Five Guys is in other words. I'm just saying, like, the sourdough jack from, from Jack in the Box is just, it's the best. Yeah, wow. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. that's, that's unreal. Wow. It's his list. It's his list. It is his list. It is his list. I'm just saying, like, that, it just hits different. Okay. And I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll take it from there. Yeah. Go for um, it. Honorable <laughs> mention to settle. <laughs> Uh, to settle the chicken sandwich debate is Chick-fil-A, dude. Like, it's the best chicken sandwich by far. And it's not even close. Like, I'm tired of hearing the Popeye's hype. Popeye's so much better. No, it's not. It's not. From, it's a, just, chicken, from a chicken sandwich standpoint. Hear me yeah. out. It's, it's it's not spicy Popeyes. chicken. It's the same chicken, but with spicy sauce. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. But... I'm just saying, like, you get a Popeye's chicken sandwich and you get a tub of sweet heat sauce and you put them together and, like, it's... That's not even the sauce that comes on the sandwich, though, dude. Dang, when you add it, though, it's insane. Like, don't you put chicken well, sauce well, on your yeah, chicken sandwich? Like, yeah, but if you just stack them up next to each other, I'm taking this spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A over any other chicken sandwich. All right, all right. So that's my honorable mention to settle the chicken wars. Um, I'm going to start from my top and going down, in and out. It's the best... Not only burger in America, it's the best meal in America. You can get a wow. 
shake, a double double animal style, and animal fries for like twelve, thirteen dollars. Without question, number one. Mm-hmm. Number one, number one meal in America. I almost just walked out the pod, Nate. That's that's. Are you uh, kidding? Five guys are running out. Oh my five god! Guys, yeah, see, see, I can get a full meal from In and Out when you can get one burger from Five Guys. So. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just that gonna doesn't even make that doesn't even compute. That doesn't even make any sense at all. All right, all right, move on. All right, move this on, is my list. On. This is my list. Um some question first. Yeah, living, question. Living in California now, being a lot closer to In and Out than you were your entire life, has that changed your perspective? Has it made you love it more? It's made me love it more because food my thinking food is expensive down here, but I can go to Old Faithful for fifteen dollars. And it just hits every time. You get off the golf course down here, you go straight to the mm-hmm. closest in and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just destroy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll I went from the top down. Oh, this is this is tough. Um, I'm gonna go. I know this is um this is burgers and it's not very like different, but I'm gonna go Shake Shack mm-hmm. as well in my top three. It's not as good as in and out. But it is, it is excellent. Yeah. Um, and then for the third, I'm gonna kind of switch it up here because it's a staple, and I don't think a lot of people would touch on it. Is Domino's because it's so cheap, and the delivery is so quick, and it's literally everywhere. Like, and the pizza, like, it isn't terrible. Like, I feel like absolute dog shit after I eat it, but. Five that five ninety nine deal kind of hits different on the weekends <laughs> when you just want to watch like a UFC fight or a football game. Just order that Domino's baby, and it's there in like thirty minutes. So, yeah, so I'm gonna go in and out, then Shake Shack, then Domino's. I like that. Point. That's a good list. Mm-hmm. Thank you. By Great the way, I, I wasn't hating on In and Out. I like In and Out a lot, but it's not better than Five Guys. But anyway, no. And no, it's not. It's not better than Five Guys. It's better than every meal in America. It's the best meal in America. All right, Ryan. No, go for it, Brad. <laughs> we, we've made you go last too many times. I want to. I yeah. have you go before me this time. Well, the, the problem is we've actually covered like a lot of a lot of the good ones already. Um, so there's a lot out there, though. There is a lot out there. There is, and I'm gonna go honorable mention Dairy Queen. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Blizzard. Chicken strip mm-hmm. basket, yes. Ooh, overlooked. Ooh, right on thirteenth. Right on thirteenth on the walk home. That's yeah. elite after a round of golf. Chicken strip basket, yeah. right next to uh, Emerald Island. Yeah. So I think that's that's pretty good. Um, now I guess this comes down to like, what do we call fast food? If we're calling fast food anything with a drive-through, then that limits are optionality here but like i'd say jersey mike's is fast food and i'd put jersey yeah. mike's in my top three great pick great pick really good pick love that thanks <laughs> Jer- all right, jersey finish your list. Finish yeah all right like list. stop smiling and finish. all right number two panda express Ooh. yeah <laughs> another great pick that was one i had uh stowed away to go last <laughs> sesame chicken and Number one, jeez, uh, Jimmy John sandwiches. 
Hey, not a bad option. I'm not gonna lie no. to you. I I love Trash. a good Jimmy John sub. Trash. <laughs> Number seventeen. No Club, Club Lulu. No Dude, uh, fuck! I forgot Panda Express. Damn it! All right, boys. Ryan, you're in a tough position. Like you're going, you're like slim pickings yeah. at this point. Yeah, I'm in a tough position, but I like where we're at as an organization. If you come out with a good list, it will be very impressive. All right, so honorable mention. I, I know it's already been said, obviously, but I have to give the shout out to In and Out. My, I mean, it's the greatest fast food there is. Um, I don't want to get into a whole other argument about it, but that's what it is at the end of the day. Um, number three, I'm going to go Subway. And before you hate, before you hate, let me just go ahead and say this. If you don't like Subway, my brother in Christ, you made the sandwich. You told him what to put on there. <laughs> what are we talking about at this point? Like, it's oh, all yeah, like, made a bad sub. You're, you're the chef here, brother. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> number two i feel like it's been a little overlooked maybe wendy's baconator mm-hmm. I mean, frosty. Get a baconator, the frosty. they got some good fries too some underrated fries there um number one i'm gonna go dairy queen chicken strip basket mm. blizzard i don't think they have bad cheeseburgers either the cheeseburger no. not They're bad same, yeah so that's my list felt like we put together a pretty good one uh given the situation we were in yeah, I applaud you. It's not bad. Every yeah. every Thursday, me, Bailey, Kanan, Luke, and Charlie go to Dave's Hot Chicken, and we call it Thursday. Thursday. It's like a holiday. It's Dude, a holiday. Every Thursday. <laughs> like, as soon as I walk into the facility on Monday, like, my locker's near Charlie's. He's like, Dude, four days till Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> we finished Tuesday practice. Like, we just did a scout team period, and Charlie's like, the only thing getting me through is Thursdays. And he doesn't even get Dave's hot chicken. He gets Jersey Mike's and then walks into Dave's hot chicken and eats his Jersey Mike's in there as the rest of us eat our Dave's hot. Eats his Chipotle cheesesteak. <laughs> and then complains and then complains about it. All right. Duck trivia this week. It's conference championship week. Unfortunately, the Ducks will not be participating this year. First time since oh. 20, 2018. We won't be a part of it. However, we're still going to do a conference championship themed question. Yeah. So, the Ducks were part of the first Pac-12 championship game. And the, that was in the year of 2011. They played what team in that game and where was the game played? Nate, you'll go last. Damn it. Let's start off with Dawson. <laughs> no, go, go Bailey and not, you'll find out why. All right, Bailey, go for it. Uh, UCLA, Austin Stadium. Brad? Oh, um... We got to get everyone's answer, and then I um, tell I tell everyone who's right and who's wrong. I'm going to say USC, uh, and it's going to be at the Coliseum. Dawson? UCLA, Austin Stadium. I also had UCLA, Austin Stadium. Well, the three are correct. It was UCLA. I- at Autzen Stadium. The reason oh, Bailey, that, Bailey got reason it first. I know that is because my dad got tickets took me. and invited Bailey over me. Wow. 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 Well, favoritism Bailey. in the Jaramillo house. Bailey was at that game. I was at that game. Everyone, thanks for joining joining us today. And uh wish you guys best of luck moving forward for whatever bowl game you guys are in. And 
more importantly, the off season hopefully it's filled with nothing but good rounds of golf and bloody Tuesdays (laughs) and Thursdays, Thursdays, all year round, big swap Fridays. Yeah, thanks for coming on, boys. Yeah, appreciate you.